Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Hello, guys. Welcome to WCB Retro. I'm your host, Ian Papa Stroh, the maestro of wrestling, and this place leads to call our past, present, future professional wrestling, but so much more. You never know who's going to call in. It's half as fun. And tonight, we're talking wrestling feuds of the year. So if you've got a wrestling feud of your choosing, like to share, you can do so by calling in anytime during tonight's live WCB Retro Podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And uh, you're joining me live. I'm looking in the menu. I'm going to have some dinner. Uh, let's, let's see here. But um, special shout-out to Entertainment.com. CaulifarrowAlleyClub.org, Fishing with Special Friends.com, uh, my social media roundup, TheStro.com, my official website, TheStro.com, slash merchandise, my Papa Stro merchandise you can get, get your Papa Stro merch today. Um, also, uh, if you'd like to make a donation, buy my cup of coffee, tips, etc., you can do so. PayPal.me slash Papa Show. PayPal.me slash Papa Show. Thank you for advance your support. Uh, for booking, hit me up. Stroke for you at yahoo.com. If you'd be, like to be a guest on the upcoming episode of WCW Retro, you can do so at emailing WCWRetro at yahoo.com as well. And, uh, and um, also, um, uh, shout out to ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. Get your favorite VOC Nation t-shirt today. Include one of WWE Retro and one of the Australia Papa Stroke for Facebook Stroke. Um, and uh, let's see here. Okay, well... Uh, Let's get down to it. Uh, first off, uh, let's get our first guest for the evening, 609 area code. Welcome to WCW Retro. Hey, Stro, how's it going? Hey, Howard, welcome to WCW Retro. How are you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing all right, man. How are you? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Everything going Everything going to go your way? Yeah, everything's going to go my way, man. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, that's awesome. So, yeah, tonight we're talking wrestling feuds, man. Any need to come to mind you'd like to share? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I got a couple that just kind of popped off the top of my head. I you know, we talked about it on, you know, Tuesday, but um, I think one of the biggest ones, and I think it lasted, I don't know, seven or eight years, I think, you know, would mm-hmm. ranking right up there near the top would have to be Abdul the Butcher and Bruiser Brody. Oh God! What what a few they had through the years. Uh, I was just talking uh, to my friends in Texas the other day about uh, the Brody uh, Abdul the Butcher feud and uh, like the world class and everything. Pretty wild. Yeah, I mean they they were you know absolute bloodbaths at times. I think 
you know, just two big men just really just going at it. It out. And then they brawled all over the place. <laughs> yeah, 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 they, yeah they, they drew money no matter where they were. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, gosh, I, I remember telling a story, uh, my first meeting Bruce uh, Booty was, you know, somebody, and uh, back then, when I was younger, I was into, like, pirates and everything, and Brody always reminded me of Blackbeard pirates, so every time I see uh, Brody live, I said, hey, Blackbeard, how you doing? And and, uh, and he you would get kick out of it, right? He would like start laughing, tearing off. <laughs> so I just call him Blackbeard, man. He's pretty pretty wild. But yeah, I never I know I didn't think about that till you just said it, but it makes it makes perfect sense now. <laughs> oh yeah, it was so cool and oh and he he dug it. He thought it was great. <laughs> just look at his face. He didn't look coming once. Yeah. Pretty wild. But, uh, yeah, God, man, those, man, that brings back such great memories, you know? And then, you know, my, my other, I'll, I'll get one more old school and then I'll do one a little more recent. Um, not recent, but I, I would say within the 2000s. But my, my, my last old school one, I think, would be, um, you know, Dusty Rhodes and, and the Four Horsemen. Yeah. Oh man, what, I mean that feud lasted forever. It seemed like, oh my god, the horse. Yeah, and it, I mean it didn't matter who. Yeah, who was, who was with Dusty Rhodes, whether Magnum TA or, you know, Sam Houston or you know eventually you know, um, Nikita Koloff. They all, they all feuded in you know, in some way, shape, or form with the Horsemen. Yeah, and I remember in the Tales from the Territory show. They were talking about the night they turned on Dusty, the horseman, the cage match, and they're yeah. how lucky they were to be alive to get back in the locker room because, I mean, it's a massive heat, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that was in the Omni, right? Yeah. That, that was insane. I, I can't even imagine, you know what I mean, that much Yeah, I remember, I, I remember Arn Anderson talking about it on one of his shows, saying, yeah, that they, they damn near caused a riot. And really, we're lucky they didn't get killed on the way out of the arena. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. But I mean, how good was that setup? I mean, it was, you know, it was so long in the making, and then, you know, all of a sudden, I mean, for years, Ole Anderson said he would, you know, how much he hated Dusty Rhodes, and he would, you know, never team with him, never have nothing to do with him. And the right. next thing oh, we man. know, you know, they're, they're tag team partners, and and then only turned on him. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That, that that was amazing. We're being joined by Josh. Chaz Moretti. How you doing, brother? Welcome back. Jazz. Is, is this Jazz with us? <laughs> thank you. Yes, sir. You don't need to let us know. Well, thank you. Uh, we're waiting for Chaz, but in the meantime, um, yeah, well, man, that you dusting the horse. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that went in all kinds of directions, too. Yeah, yeah, it did. And, and my, my last one, my I think more recent times, I guess, I think would be uh, Tommy Dreamer and Raven in the old ECW days. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? I mean, that feud, God, look how long that feud lasted. Even right yeah. up to the uh, 
Impact Hall of Fame. Remember that? <laughs> Raven yeah. did no hard feelings and DDT'd him on stage. Oh, my gosh. I lost it. <laughs> yeah, good times, man. Really good times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chaz, uh, I, I got Chaz. It shows his mic is on. Uh, I hope he's okay. Chaz, if you, when you get Chaz, uh, I mean, you, you, I see you're with us. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chaz, we're trying to call in from Chicago, so trying to get okay. him situated here on the uh, – let me see if I can fix this for him. Uh, when the, okay, I think he's going to call back. But in the meantime, I, guess what? I think we got uh, 903 area code. Welcome to WCW Retro. How you doing, Stro? Hey, Dustin. Welcome, welcome back, man. How you doing? Doing great. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're we got a uh, Howard Howard on the line, or, or uh, from in the room every Tuesday night joining us as well. Uh, what's what's new and exciting? Oh, nothing much, really. Really? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, one week away, one week away from the Rumble, man. Yeah, well, well, you know, uh, I'm still, still thinking that Rhea's gonna win and Cody Rhodes gonna win the men's match. Oh, okay. So. Oh, oh, you, all right, all right. Um, yeah, Chaz, uh, if if you if you're listening to the show, please call back. Uh, I tried to get Chaz on there earlier, and evidently he's having some tech issues, but I hope he can get. Join us tonight. Um, yeah, the rumble, pretty hot topic, man. Uh, honestly, I mean, personally, I, I always thought rumbles was like one of my favorite matches ever, and in pay per views. I mean, you a lot of excitement. You never know what's going to happen, you know. Um, well, you know, for Stro, here's the thing. Here's the way I see it. They're probably going to have Rollins start number one, and have him go all the way to the end, and then get thrown out by Cody Rhodes for Cody Rhodes to win the match. Hmm. Think so? Yeah, I, I hate to say it. Uh, that's funny. I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna be disappointed though. Oh. Oh. Well, we'll see what happens. Well, you know, if it's, it's what you know, it's that's one in 2019. Uh, it, it's rare when someone wins the second time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um. You know, Howard, we're, we're talking about the uh, Dusty Rose Four Horsemen feud from years back. Um, you think we could uh, see something kind of revisited, per se, with the Sami Zayn and the Bloodline? Yeah, no, I, I think so. I, I would hope so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. up, let's, let's, get, let's get Chaz back in, in the mix here. Chaz. He's there, bro. Hey, hey, brother, what's happening? Sorry about that. I went through a bad call zone there for a second. So I wanted to uh, reach back out to you guys. So how's things? Good? Mm. Great, great. We're talking about feuds tonight. And um, Oh, awesome. And we just mentioned earlier about the, the those Dusty Rose Full Horseman feuds. And, uh, we brought up the uh, possibility of maybe, per se, Sami Zayn taking on the uh, bloodline. Per se, that's Dusty. Yeah, I mean they're they're setting it up that way, so you know 
it's got the potential. I mean, there was a, a, a big reaction to what happened between him and Reigns a couple of weeks ago. Right. So I could see that. Yeah. We uh, we got another 609 area code. Uh, welcome to WCW Retro. You got the right spoiler here. What's up, oh Sean? How's it doing tonight? Great. I, I feel like we're in the in the room reunion. So does he follow you everywhere, Sean? Like, is he stalking you? Because because <laughs> what it is that the Rock is going to be in that rumble. Okay, the Rock is going to give it to Sami Zayn. And Jamie Jane's going to take on the bloodline. Just wait and see. Mm. Think Speaking about rock, it. Who's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, rock view through the years? Oh, I don't got one. You don't got one? What about anybody no. else? Anybody? Oh, the Rock and McMahon. The Rock and Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ways about absolutely. It. Yeah. Oh. yeah, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Wow. I mean, in every, every offshoot thereof, you had the Rock and McMahon, you had the Rock and Stephanie, the Rock and Triple H. Oh. My greatest, my greatest fear was, was right for No, I'm not ready for it, Rapaway. Let me, okay. Let me finish my sentence. And you can go ahead and say. <laughs> well, my favorite Rock feud was uh, Rock and Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin. I thought they had awesome feuds. But go ahead, Rocky. Oh, absolutely. What's your favorite rock dude? Go ahead, Rocky. What was your favorite rock? Dude? All right, my greatest feud was Roddy Roddy Piper okay. versus Superfly Snooker with the coconut. Oh wow! What a feud that was. That that was a feud, you know, with the coconut and all. I got some bananas well, for you. Wait a minute. I got you a coconut and hit him over the head. Yeah, Piper's Pit. Yeah, remember that. Um, yep, and plus, I remember, plus, um, okay, plus when I right. saw Superfly back in the day, okay, when I, when I done, mm-hmm. uh, before we done the, uh, the Superfly Snooker Bash, I was in the ring with him. He did yeah. kind of a coconut for me. That's nice. Yeah, I got I got a, oh, that, I got um, a coconut signed by Superfly Snooker. Well, speaking of that, uh, Nick Foley was there the night that uh, Snooker did the Superfly off the cage on Don Morocco. Uh, Foley mm-hmm. was in the audience. Yep. I agree. That's when he first got started, though, didn't he? Mitch Foley? Um. No, he was. No, he was, no, he was just business. in attendance, um, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and after that, he, after he saw him fly, then he's go, then he said he's he's going to do the same thing. Mhm. And boy, did he. <laughs> yeah. And God, God bless his soul, you know. God bless his soul. He died on on the uh, I think on the fifteenth of this month. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One of the greatest ever, man. Let me see the flash knuckles. Yep. Um, um, you know, I think one of the best of that, feuds uh, that people don't talk about often enough, though, when you go back down to Florida back in the early yeah. 80s is uh, is Dusty and Kevin Sullivan. 
I mean, they tore it up uh, all over the state. Another few that lasted for ages. I mean, and, and drew so much money for that territory. Well, not only the money that they drew, but it it made it made Dusty the biggest baby face star there was, and mm-hmm. Sullivan just went to another level. Oh yeah. Amazing. Um, I mean, they went all kinds of directions. I mean, remember the angle on TV where they uh, do ink in the sister's face, Dusty's sister's face, next to Gordon? Yep. Totally. Yep. CWF. Uh, what a oh, hot one that was. In fact, you know, the, the funny part was the vignette that they shot to bring Mark Lewin out of the ocean as the Purple Haze was actually shot at the Hilton in Daytona Beach. Mm-hmm. And oh, so yeah. I was able to, I was able to, to, the beach is actually behind the hotel, so I was able to stand in the spot where they, uh, where they filmed that, and that was kind of interesting to, to just to look out of the ocean and see the kind of history that was involved in, you know, the creativity in, in developing, in developing that angle. And for that time period, to make a video like that was just amazing, how, how everything just looked. Almost oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, the seventies were the seventies were all about feuds. I mean, the whole idea of the territory is that you'd have guys come in, feud with the existing champion, feud with the existing baby face or heels, and then they would, you know, they finish up their angle and they leave. So, I mean, the seventies were all about feuds. I mean, you can Bobby Heenan made a career out of feuding in the seventies. In fact, Heenan's greatest feud. Forget WWF and WCW. Keenan's greatest feud was in the AWA with Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Hogan better thank Keenan every single day of his life. God. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, the, the kind of business that they did, the kind of money that they drew with Bachwinkle, and the fact mm-hmm. that Heenan just worked his rear end off to put Hogan over. Hogan better thank Keenan for the rest of his life. I mean, we're talking AWA... WWF, WWE, I mean, WCW, I mean, that, the Heenan-Hogan feud, God almighty. Yeah. Long, long Guys, it, listen, I'm going to call back. I've, I've got a call to take. It's uh, it's kind of important, but you know what? I love being on the show, and I will definitely call mm-hmm. back. So please do. Please do. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, buddy. Oh, man. But, uh, Yeah. No, I mean, that feud along with Hogan and Heenan. Jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you had, uh, I mean, you had Hogan against Connor McSweek. That was a feud. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was the start of Hulkamania, actually. Yep. With him becoming champ. So um, then you have the, the feud that attracted a lot of mainstream attention before wrestling was really on the forefront of people's minds with Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, yeah. One of my all-time favorites. I mean, what a, what a great a great idea. Just, and it was just done so well with, with everybody involved. Kaufman and Lawler, man, what a genius. Um, and and, and from what I understand, he tried he, he he tried pitching he tried pitching that to 
you know, Vince Senior in the WWE or WWF at the time, and he said, "No, nah, it'll it'll never work. It won't draw a dime. It's not, you know, it's not. Nobody's going to believe it." And apparently, Jerry Jerry Lawler caught wind of it and said, "Yeah, let's try it." And the and the rest, as they say, is history. Oh, unbelievable! Unreal. We're being joined by Mr. Hollywood. Um, welcome back, brother. How you doing? Yeah, Great to have you with us. Well, we're still waiting, Mr. Hollywood. Okay. Well, wait, Mr. Hollywood, we're uh, tuning this conversation. Uh, Kaufman and Lawler, my gosh. Um, and that just transcended from wrestling, Hollywood, all that. Yeah, I mean, it started, what, on the David Letterman show or something, right? Oh, yeah. That, that was so surreal. Got <coughs> added. Uh, do we have Mr. Hollywood with us? Okay. We're, we're trying to get him on here, folks. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, just, uh, man. But, yeah, it's uh, amazing what that did for not just entertainment, just for entertainment itself, just, uh, wrestling in general. Yeah, for I mean, for the business and the boost that it gave it and really pushed it to, you know, the, the front of mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the publicity they got was just, uh, just incredible. Um, and I, you know, it, it's funny to hear uh, Jerry Lawler talk about the period of time and uh, – he actually said that Jim Jim Carrey was stiffer than uh, Kaufman when he was reenacting <laughs> Kaufman, the the Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon, yeah. That was a good movie. I, I, really, I really did enjoy that I didn't movie. see that one yet. Yeah, it, 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 it's really good. You get a chance to check it out. I, I got to find it on the Internet so I can watch it because, you know, that's one movie I didn't see yet. Hmm. Well, Mr. Hollywood, are you with us, sir? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me, Maestro? Can yes. you hear me? Welcome, welcome to the party. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Papa Stro Maestro. Happy, 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 happy New Year. Hello to all my friends on the line of WCW Retro, where it is. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about views tonight. Uh, do you have any uh, favorite views you'd like to share with us? Oh, man, you know what? Oh, man, I got one. Oh, man. Hollywood Hogan and Sting. Mm, wow. Yeah, the black, the black and white, the black and white thing. <laughs> NWO. NWO. Because everyone knows when you're NWO, it is for life. That's right, for the life. It's Don't for forget. life. Yeah. What a what a life. for that few for Starcade. For that Starcade yeah. match they had. Oh man. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And you know, you know the thing. The thing I like about Sting, I like when they um when they transform. You know, when they um change Hogan to Hollywood Hogan and the NWO. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad they um uh, for Sting changing Sting to the black and white. That was so that was so brilliant. I mean, it was so brilliant. It was the white face with the the white face with the black streaks on his face, the black trench coat, the baseball bat. It was just quite brilliant. He didn't say a word to me. He just came to the ring, said nothing, and did mm-hmm. his business. 
For years. For years. And say a word. <laughs> no. He was doing this talking with the baseball bat. <laughs> and uh, and that and that no one, happened on a Monday Night Wars too. Yeah. And no one knew. No one knew if he was on WCW side or NWO side. That was a big mystery. You know, for years. That was brilliant. That was that was quite brilliant. Quite brilliant. Quite brilliant. Mm-hmm. Quite brilliant. And oh, what? Oh man, amazing. It's amazing. Oh, and, you know, that match, they had Starcade, you know, with Bret Hart being the enforcer. Oh, man. What a pay-per-view. I remember that. I remember that. Oh, man. Uh, any other points come to mind, guys? Yeah, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, the uh, the Montreal screw job. Oh yeah, the screw oh, job. Man. Yeah, the screw job. Oh yeah, I mean, can't forget about that one. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, you know Bret Hart. Oh, Bret yeah. Hart, he spit on he spit on this man. Man, he spit on him. Yep. And that was. That's what let him come into WCW. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm going to tell I look at that match of Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. I mean, that was that was so dirty, man. That was so dirty, man. Oh, my God. I mean, to lose that to lose that title like that, mm-hmm. I mean, Bret Hart got screwed. No doubt about it. Um, Howard, you got any fond memories of that feud? Uh, some, you know, I... I you know, I, I I didn't follow it a lot during that time, but you know, I of course that made you know national attention, so I kind of tuned in a little bit. But you know, you know, you kind of hear conflicting stories as to what really happened, or you know, was it you know right. was it a shoot? Was it a work? You know, nobody's really kind of you know coming forth with the whole truth. Um, but it, no, it did make for right. interesting television. You know, for a few weeks, you know, of course, what had happened, and then, you know, the few weeks after that, it made for really good television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And again, to this day, we don't have, you know, it's kind of like the Kennedy assassination. We really don't know who did what. <laughs> you know? You're right. There's still, there's still all kinds of conspiracies out there. You're absolutely right. You're right. And, well, I mean, in fact, we're still talking about it, you know what I mean, to this day. Yeah. And, and we're, and we're going to continue to talk about it really till, till the end of time, really. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of feuds that we still talk about, you know, going back to the old, you know, Texas days, you know, you, you can't mm-hmm. leave out, you know, Devon Erickson, the Freebirds. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was another one. A classic. Oh gosh, yeah, and a few told my few to lasted for years. Seems like it did. And and, and, and how many different incarnations of the Von Erichs and, and, and you know and everything else? Mm-hmm. Right. And, right. That's pretty wild. Right. Um. Gosh. What um, about what about Rick Flair and Jerry Paul? 
Junior. Ah, uh, Rick. Oh, Terry oh. Funk. Yeah. Terry, Terry, yeah, Terry Funk. That Terry Funk, the Rick Flair. Mm-hmm. That was one. That was yeah, one. That was a wild one. That was a wild one. And uh, that, that's another few that lasted a pretty good while. You know, way back to the old school territory in WA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Terry John, John Cena against Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. I remember him. Randy Orton, I remember him. Yeah, and speaking of, has anybody heard anything on Randy? No. He could be coming back at the Royal Rumble. That's what I heard. Everything. Oh. Oh, okay. And I well, hadn't heard anything about Randy Orton. Yeah. But Randy and Cena, man. Yeah, they. Oh yeah. They, another one, a few for quite a while. Those two. Right. Had some great matches. Too. Oh. Okay. And I just posted, uh, "Hey everyone, has anyone seen the mm. two hundred? Yeah. And you know, um, Cena. Believe not, oddly enough, is almost catching up the, the player's record uh, for world title reigns. Uh, you think he's going to eventually get there, or you think this is it for Cena? <laughs> no, and I think this is it. Wow. Speaking of Cena, there's rumor, rumor that him and uh, Theory may be having a match at Mania. Have you heard anything? You guys heard anything about? Wow. Has seven letters, so I heard nothing about that, but I heard that um, Cody Rhodes versus Jeff uh, Rollins at the, at the uh, at WrestleMania. Cody, wow. that should be interesting enough. Wow, that, that's what I heard so far. That was that might happen. And there's also the rumor that. The Rock will be showing up at uh, where I want to oh, yeah, think. So you guys think that's going to go down or, or not? Yeah, I think so. My dog thinks they're going to score, but the fuck they want. There you go. Hmm. Think so, huh? Wow. But, but he might get, the Rock might get to it away to Sammy Zane because that'll be the last two people in the ring. Let Sammy Zane take care of it. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm well, yeah. Oh, Christian with uh, Dorothy's hood. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, Pops, Pops, my mention of John Cena. What about John Cena in Caribbean Cool? Carlito. <laughs> oh, what a few they had, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he took Carlito. He he he, he knocked John Cena out with, the, with knocked him out with the chain or something. The chain or and he won the. Um, <laughs> the, the, the in the outside, was it the title? Wow. Yeah, it was during uh, John Cena's the early days. The title. Wow. Mm-hmm. Car- Carlito, Caribbean cool. <laughs> and John <Yeah>. Cena. <laughs> the ultimate, the yeah, ultimate bad guy, great Carlito. Um, punch away because it is. Yeah, they had a great feud. Yeah, he had, yeah, he didn't want to have that apple, right? He would spit that apple on uh, that apple on people. All right. Hmm. Um. How about Marina versus uh, Candice Michelle? 
Wow. Yeah, that was. And that might, ha- that might happen right. again at the, at the uh, Royal Rumble. Wow, that would be something. That would be something. Yeah, Candice uh, Michelle's got a hometown, too. That's my man. He yeah. jumps in it and do it. Wow. That uh, would be something. That would be something. Yep. Look at the Rock and Roll and Express and Midnight Express. I mean, they're a few. Oh, like, that's, a, that's oh. another. It lasted forever. Mm-hmm. It lasts forever. And it, every type of match you can think of, they had, I think, at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were. They were. They were. They were truly ro- uh, robberies. Jim Cornette, the tennis racket. And I mean, and everywhere they went, I, I mean, they were like top notch. Everywhere they went. <laughs> never, never a bad match. Oh no, mm-hmm. it wasn't. Action packed. Rock and Express, Men Express. Right. Morocco had like the biggest shoulders I've ever seen in my life. Down Morocco, I mean, just 
Big. <laughs> and, and almost and almost no neck. <laughs> no neck. Yeah. Amazing. This is the second time we mentioned Rocco tonight on like greatest feuds. I mean, between this feud with Snuka and now with Tito Santana. <laughs> yeah, and they, I mean, and they were back in the days. I, you know, I, I think because it, they lasted so long, it's because you didn't see it as often. They didn't have the hundred hours of television time that they have now. You got maybe an hour, maybe two. You know, and it was once a week. So you know, it, it didn't get quite as old quite as fast. Yeah, that's true. That, that's true. You know, it's a, a different time back then, too, you know. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, you know, it, it, you go a couple of weeks now, and, and it's like, it feels like last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some, oh, Lord, yeah, unbelievable. And, and you, you um, have um, Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee and all the, the matches they had. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, ah, you're talking about. A few that's lasting for years. <laughs> Insane. Warren Dundee, man. I remember. Um, I remember when uh, Tommy Rich and I, they put us in the main event against uh, PG 13, Hair versus Hair, at the Mid South Coliseum in Memphis. Uh, that was huge then because that not only came to guys like Dundee and Lawler. You know, I mean, they were always getting the main event nods, right? Right. For, because, but it just, you know, the magnitude there, you know, how how they were regarded at the time in, in the industry. And so, I mean, just to, to get a, a main event slot above one of their matches was <laughs> a big deal, right? So, oh, that's absolutely, yeah. especially in that area. Right. So, yeah, pretty wild. Um Oh gosh! Um, now we mentioned uh, Abdul the Butcher earlier on the show, and uh, a few that uh, sometimes gets talked about, uh, not as much as it should, really, is uh, the few with Abdul the Butcher and Carlos Colon. Yeah, I, I was just, and that's what I was thinking when you started talking about. It, that's who I thought about. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, they uh, yeah, just that. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't think it gets quite the recognition that it should, you know, um, among feuds, you know, and, and you know, its ability to draw money. Oh, yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think they still hold attendance records over there in Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not doing it. Well, uh, Great, great they were talking um, about that. Thorne, I love the store. One of the tales from the territory. Another podcast. I was, people would literally walk hours mm-hmm. to these spots to, to see the, to see the matches and then walk home. Right, right. Um, well, you know, another few. Uh, we were uh, mentioning about the ladies earlier. Uh, look, look at Wendy Richter and the fabulous Mula. You know, right yeah. rock. I can have them one. You know what I mean? You know, they got brought in Cindy Lauper, you know, at the time, and Dave Wolf, and everybody. Captain Little Albana was involved. 
Remember how you guys didn't mention that? There's one that you guys well, didn't mention yet. Well, before before we get to that, um, at the uh, if you, you guys can call the end of that feud was um. <laughs> Oh was the big controversy so of the Spider Lady? <laughs> yeah, winning the title from Ray Richter, and it turned out to be Lula, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that got a lot of attention back then. Go, go ahead, Rapway. I, I didn't interrupt. All right, there's one that you guys didn't mention yet. All right, it's What's that? the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. No, he's not suicidal. Oh, oh That's the, yeah, one. the build for that. Oh, and it was like to reunite the belts. Because wasn't Warrior in on Continental Champion at the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, that, was, that was a big deal back then. Huge deal. And uh, I remember, God, God rest his soul, I remember Scott Hall and Larry Zabisco watching that match. I uh, saw somewhere and uh, to hear the hear commentary was amazing, right? And uh, and just uh, and and Hogan really went out went out of his way to make that match special. I do remember that much. Um, he. Um, Any views uh, that we haven't talked about yet, guys? Uh, share with. They were some of the better ones. Hair versus hair. I'm I'm having some help here with dinner, Ron. On the feud, she mentioned the dynamic duo versus the Von Eric. You know who uh-huh. Dynamic Duo was, right? Chris and Gino. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Gino and um, Chris. Chris Adams and Gino Hernandez. She says, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I have a... Uh... Yep, Shandon Ronda gave me the approval. <laughs> You don't thank a yeah. when you uh, come on, be nice. We're on air. No, it wouldn't. No, no. It, it'd be it'd be the shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> be like darker and dark Matt. <laughs> Extreme dark Matt. It'd be worse than Bray Wyatt and uh, um. L.A. night would be like darker and dark. We don't want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Any other ones you can think of? (laughs) We need help. We need help. Yeah. Now you need help. Well, well, yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to get more uh, views. 
We all love Kevin and feel bad that he is grieving, but instead of assuming the worst, realize that oh, there's a big feud going on between oh, me and his telephone. Oh, God, welcome back. Oh, here's one. And I didn't. Um, okay. Here's one for you. And I'm, I'm sure. Right, what do you got, yeah, Cheryl? Ron DeSantis. Ron Get a seal of approval here. You are so uh, uh, And uh, he said, I didn't. Uh, I think I'm the, uh, David, Don Eric, and gorgeous Jimmy Garvin. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Remember when they had Huge. Wow. Yeah. No yeah. Because he had uh, yep. precious out there cleaning up the uh, cleaning shit. Come on. And then he got her, he booked her ass over his knee. Yeah. You hear that? <laughs> Barely. Well, we heard it. <laughs> yeah. And you heard everything, but who? But sure, who's up behind you? I'm not the done female. yet, Rat Boy. Calm down. We're not done with D- David and uh, Jimmy Garvin yet. I know, <laughs> David and Jimmy Garvin, my God, what a feud. Yeah. I was going to say, remember when he was washing the dog? And... Uh, <laughs> They, the water hose got, yeah. Remember, remember the video segment they did? Yeah. Where David, yeah. David's sitting down and they're like doing all washing this water and everything. Okay, go, go ahead, rap boy. Who's the female <laughs> with you? Red Rover, Red Rover, some tequila right over. Were you listening, rap boy? Yes. You don't know who, who is she? <laughs> who is she? <laughs> I said Ronda and Shannon are with me right now. Oh, it sounds like, like <laughs> Sister Abigail. They, they asked, who are you, that boy? Oh, I, 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 I'm a guy I used to wrestle years no, ago. Okay, all right, all right, all right. No, my. the riffraff. That, yeah. Okay. I, I'm, the, I'm the one that showed Virgil my, my he, he, belt and took his belt. Oh, I was there, Rat Boy. It's pretty pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I got one for you. Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. Well, guys, we think Andre and Hulk are. Sarcasm and blow it out of proportion. I appreciate the concern. I think it was the passing of the torch from from Andre to Hogan. Yeah, and that feud went back further than just uh, 90, went back further than WrestleMania 3. I mean, it went back all the way to 1980 at Shea Stadium when the roles were reversed and and Hogan was an up-and-comer. And And Andre brought him along and gave him a a big push uh, when they first started feuding. Yep, and Pike 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 too. You know who that one was? Well, that's another feud that lasted a while. Andre and Jim yeah. Studd. Yeah. I remember watching uh, another 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 feud that John Studd had lasted a long time was uh, the feud within the Blackjack Mulligan. Oh, yeah. My God, that means. Uh, oh, yeah. And let's not, you know, let's, let's not forget one of the longest-running family feuds of all time with the Funks and the Briscoes. Yep. Funks and the Briscoes. Oh, my God. 
On, I mean, it didn't uh, matter the matchup. You had Dory, Dory Funk Jr. Jr. and Jack Brown. Briscoe. Jack and Terry Briscoe. Terry and Jack. Oh, like, like, like the brothers as tag teams. Oh, no, no. Those that would have been mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What a few those guys you had. And that few lasted, God, years, right? Uh, lasted the better part of 12 years. Wow. It went from about 1971, 72, with Jack and Dory Jr., up until the time that the Briscoes went to the WWF. And the Funks, they were still in, they were still in Florida. The Briscoes, uh, Funk feud, oh, my God. Can you imagine today? If someone say we will feud for 12 years, they would have a heart attack. <laughs> and they worked, they worked every single day. I mean, they did 300 dates a year against each other. We got commercial break. <laughs> but um, but yeah. I got a good one. I got a good one. The Hardy Boys versus the Dougie Boys versus Edge and Christian. Oh, gosh. Man, isn't one of either of those guys are walking today? Dear Lord. Those matches are insane. Agreed. Agreed. Insane. You know, and yesterday marked the uh, the anniversary. It wasn't much of a feud, but it was a, definitely a shock. Yesterday was the anniversary mm-hmm. of Ivan Koloff shocking Bruno San Martino for the title at the Garden. January 18th, 1971. Oh, wow. Unreal. Bruno had held the belt for eight years before he lost Ivan. Eight years. Are you talking to someone? Oh. But yep, you know they're complaining. Some people complain about Roman Reigns' title reign, right? Can you imagine him holding the title as long as Bruno did? I know they would have something great about that. No, I mean, right? different. It, yeah, a whole different idea. I mean, right now, sellouts right, at the WWE. I mean, stadium sellouts are pretty much guaranteed. It's almost like right. the circus coming to town. But back in you know back in the seventies. The matchups are what drew the are what drew the house. I mean, and Bruno's put out the garden what over twenty times. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was definitely a, a different era in terms of of matchups. You couldn't just throw two guys in there and say, okay, we're going to sell this place out because they've been waiting a year to see us. Funny story I can tell you about the Hardys. Every every time. I was like, this is back when I was WCW. They were doing the, their their TLC matches, right? We, we'd cross each other's terminals in the airport, right? And every time I see them, they they like want to be in the slings, want to be like in crutches or something. And every time I look at them, well, by I shrug my shoulders like, why? Why are you doing this, right? And when the last times we crossed paths in the terminal in the airport, Jeff just Jeff just looked at me and said, "Don't say a word, man." You already know. <laughs> yep. I mean, there's one there's one word for why they did what they did. Money. money yeah. That was their claim to fame. They mm-hmm. killed themselves in the process, but it was that was their way to make money. That was their way to draw money. Yeah. Hmm. That beard, you know, that beard, Ed gave um, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Up the, up the ladder? My God. 
I, I hurt every time I see that. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the one that makes me that makes me cringe every time I see film of it was the culmination of the feud between New Jack and Vic Grimes. And New Jack just threw him off the scaffold. Didn't care. Was gonna right. kill him. And that just oh, makes yeah. me cringe. Going, that's you know what? Yes, the blow off to a feud, but it's it, that's not wrestling. No. Absolutely nonsense. It's not wrestling. Oh, and that, and they, they did it night after night. That was the thing. Yeah. But let me ask a question though. It's just my observation, but it seems to me that the the modern day creative doesn't know mm-hmm. how to how to construct a feud in a timely fashion. It's either way too long or way too short. They don't know how to draft out a, a six month feud to a to a complete blow off like they did back mm-hmm. in the day. And I, I I hearken back to Georgia Championship with the last battle of Atlanta. I mean, Tommy Rich and Buzz Sawyer had been going at it for the better part of five months before that before that cage match. And it was the perfect culmination to that feud, but that feud only lasted six months. Hang, hang on one second. Who's the Cosmic Cowboy? Oh, mother of goodness. You're a damn wrestler. You should know that. Well, I'm not I'm not as much of a historian as you are, Miss Historian. So tell me who the Cosmic Cowboys are. That would be Gino and Chris versus Carrie and Kevin. Let's oh, gosh. You said the Von Erics. No, they were the I didn't oh, know they Jesus were Cosmic Christ. Cowboys until I was a Cosmic. If it says Von Erics, I would have got it. Cosmic Cowboys. Gino and Chris, Chris Adams. Gino Hernandez, Chris Adams versus Cosmic Cowboys. The Von Erics. Yeah. Marty. So, you know, I don't know if we've mentioned Cornette yet tonight, but um, the Midnight's were in a number of different feuds that were awesome. Me, Marty, Bruce Brody. Bruce Brody had the best. We we just talked about Bruce Brody. Well, stop with the fake fucking stories. Now they're saying that the wrestling world, that the WWE wrestling universe is praying for Kevin Nash's safety. Oh my gosh! Look, look, guys, I had this conversation with Sharon today about Kevin Nash. All right, oh, he's I going see. through a rough time. Just let the man deal. You know, I mean, don't, don't read more to it than already is. You know what I mean? People, you know, just because someone says they're going through a hard time doesn't mean they're in bad shape, you know what I mean? Is there something? I mean, look at look what the man's been through. You know what I mean? I believe Bruce and Brody comes with Had some of the very best matches. Love you, Kev. Was. Oh yeah, definitely. But, yeah. I got my ass rolling on top. But uh, any more feuds we haven't thought about? You guys want to share? I can't they yeah, I, I, I think uh, Bruno San Martino and Larry Zabisco. Ah. Oh. Bruno and Larry Zabisco, yeah, that was a great one. The old teacher versus student scenario. Yeah, because that's uh, that's one where uh, yeah, Larry looked up at one time. You know, Larry, this whole story was Larry. Yes, he he was kind of like teaching, like he said. You know, he looked looked up to Bruno, and uh, when that happened, and oh man. Bruno had some 
great, great views. Remember Stan and Larry Hansen? View they had? Yeah. Well, he would like put out a commission there for a bit because of the uh, the lariat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you start going out to Japan looking at great feuds. I mean, Stan Hansen and Terry Gordy just ran rough shot over everybody. And I want right. to say it was Tenyaru and uh, Jumbo Sharuta that gave them their longest feud. Right. That's true. Yeah. Ten- oh, yeah. I got a good one. Good. Okay, lay it on this rap boy. It's WCW versus WWE. That was the biggest feud ever. Thank you. The Monday Night Wars. Oh, wow, yeah, of course. I mean, that that was huge back then. I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to go on record right now as saying this. Without the attitude era, without the amount of profanity, without the amount of sexual provocativity that was involved in that Monday Night War, it wouldn't have been nothing if they focused on the wrestling. Okay, let's be honest. The internet pervs came out in droves to see Stone Cold Swear and to watch girls get breast implants. Look, cool. Get that, fat girl. Yeah, that's true. That money had little it's to do with wrestling. wrestling. Mm. Had they stuck with the wrestling, you wouldn't have had a Monday Night War. They would have each drawn their own yeah. small fan base. Right. Yeah. Right. Of course it was. I mean, Bishop, you used to go on there talking about uh, this marquee matchup was an HLA match. And I won't go into what mm. HLA actually stands for, but it was stupid. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I got you. I mean, you wanted to talk yeah, about the greatest yeah. feud of all times in terms of promoters. It's Vince yeah. against everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've been up the all the territory, Territory right? by territory. He took them all down. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only ones he pretty much left alone were the Japanese because he didn't feel like going out there all the time. Too much distance. <laughs> yeah. That, thank goodness. <laughs> God. Right? But I can't imagine. He took over. He took over. He knocked out the Puerto Rican territory. He knocked out all the territories. <laughs> On the continent, he mm-hmm. knocked out Hawaii. He took help right. he, behind the scenes. He helped take down Leah Mayavia. Right. The only ones he left alone, he left England alone, and he left Japan alone. Yeah. Now that was a hell of a feud. Oh yeah. I mean, you take a look at the yeah. you take a look at the big names that Vince took down: Jim Barnett, mm. Sam Muchnick, Vern Gagne, mm-hmm. Eddie Graham. Fritz von Erich, right. Stu Hart. Oh, gosh. Mike and Gene LaBelle. I mean, he took them all down. Roy Shire out in oh, Frisco. Yeah. Right. John Owen in Portland. They didn't have a chance. Mm-mm. And to those yeah. that don't know what I'm talking about, go learn your history. There was wrestling before mm-hmm. 1992. 
Oh goodness! Uh, way before so, that, I didn't. I didn't start in nineteen eighty four for me. That up, boy. Oh, well, eighty four was a glorious well, time in wrestling. What were you going to say, Howard? Sorry about that. I uh, just trying to. I think that prior to nineteen ninety two was probably the best overall product that we had. Oh, probably most from definitely. The 80, 82, 83, right up to. About ninety two, ninety three, because yeah, we still had agree. all of all of the territories and all of these feuds that we're talking about were agreed, or I shouldn't say all of them, most of them were in that in that era of some point. Yeah, and, and production and values was, got better. I mean, you, you take a look at you can see Vince Junior's thumbprint on the WWF back in nineteen eighty. While he was announcing for the show, you can see the production values increase. Same thing with the AWA when they were trying to stay afloat, like you said, in 84, 85, 86, when they started moving to the showboat in Vegas and holding their TV tapings not in a, in a Minneapolis studio, but in a casino. And the production values got much better as well. I can remember seeing Willie Nahanjai from George Thorogood and the Destroyers, <laughs> the wrestling video. It was, it was show, highlighting oh, yeah. a lot of the stuff we've been talking about tonight. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you look at you look at that connection between uh, MTV and professional wrestling, mm-hmm. and MTV and and, and uh, WWF. I mean, <laughs> right. again, it was lightning in a bottle. You know, when's the last uh, time you saw a one match card, a one off match on a station other than a wrestling station? I mean, the you know the the war to settle the score was broadcast on MTV out of Madison Square Garden. And that was the only yeah, match on the card that was broadcast. Right. That's it. Yeah, speaking of old yeah, school, I, I, it just it just came to my mind back in the, the old um, Mid South territory. Um, Ted DiBiase and, as Bill Watts would say, you know, hacksaw Jim Dugan. Right. I mean, you take a, let's, let's take a look at – you brought up a great point. Let's take a look at Watts. Watts was doing 25000 in the Superdome on a Tuesday night. No one draws on a Tuesday night. Yeah. And, and, he, and, and he did and, it really with, with, with the Junkyard Dog as his, yeah, as his, big, again, as his big talent. The junkyard dog versus the Freebirds. There, that was the feud that Watts hung his head on for what, two years? Yeah, it, I, I listened yeah. to that um, tales from the territory when you know when when the dog was blinded and he made he made dog sit home for three or four months to sell oh, yeah. the injury. Can't, couldn't be seen in public. Couldn't go outside. You know. Yeah. Because listen, you're blinded. You you know yeah. you can't see. You can't do all this stuff and. Right. right, I mean, you look at uh, you look at Bob Roop's feud um, with Steve Kern over in Florida. I mean, Roop was getting legitimate death threats. Oh yeah, there was there was a guy that waited for him in a parking lot, you know, with the, with the gun with the barrel cocked, and was going to blow his head off over a wrestling angle. And that's a feud yeah. that draws heat. That draws money. Well, that, right. Didn't that happen with with Lawler getting run over in the parking lot or something in the USWA? 
Yeah, Eddie People Gilbert decided that he wasn't going to ease up on the uh, on the throttle there. <laughs> And they, they, they called the cops. Like, people watching it on TV legitimately called the cops and said somebody yeah. was just run over. Yeah. I mean, there was another time, I forget what territory it was. It was Memphis. And uh, Jimmy Hart brought the Iron Sheik in. And they were calling mm-hmm. a TV station. How are they going to come down to see and kill the Iron Sheik and kill Jimmy Hart over the Iran, you know, over the hostage crisis? Yeah. Right. Crazy. You know, um, speaking of Memphis, how bad did the fans eat up Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman? Yeah, we we, yeah, we touched was, on that a little bit earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Was, yeah. That was gold. That was. But they stumbled yeah, that, upon it. I mean, Vince Steele yeah. passed on it, and they just happened to stumble upon it. Thank God for Bill After. You know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and it made them money, tons of money. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Andy didn't, as we found out later on, Andy didn't cash one check and didn't care. He was doing it for the love of of, of the art form, but Lawler right. and Jarrett made a killing off of it. That's it. But they did uh, the right thing. They developed guys, characters out of it. They they used that money to develop um, Kamala and other characters. Kamala, yeah, I was going to say Kamala. Right, yep. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been great, guys. Uh, fantastic show. I mean, we, God, we covered so much. Um, is there anything you guys would like to plug? Anything I'll go first. Event? we got to plug a like part to two here, Stro. I'll go first real yeah. quick. Let's plug part two. Go Let's continue this conversation. Yeah, oh, I, I, I got a week. good one here for you that I found. Okay? Okay. It's called a country... We're, we're, the country whipping match: Jimmy, J- Jim Ross, and Jerry Lawler versus Michael Cole and Jack Swagger. And Michael Cole was just up in the bubble wrap. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's my plug for tonight. I-, I love WCW Retro Podcast, and let's have Buge Part Two next week. Sounds great. What do you think? What do you guys think? To be continued? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? It's awesome. Let's do it. So next week we'll have part two of uh, Wrestling Feuds. And uh, thank you guys, cool. as always. Thank you, listeners. And um, be sure to catch the archives of tonight's show on uh, com. And special shout-out to our Spotify and iTunes listeners. Thank you for the love. Much appreciated. And watch for Hulk thoughts, Hogan. Guys? Yeah, watch for Hulk Hogan. He'll be returning on Monday Night Raw. Coming up. Oh, Hogan's supposed to be there? Wow, okay. Yep, Hogan's going to be there. Okay. You heard it from Rap Boys. All right, have a good night, guys. All right, thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Oh.